This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by RetroGameTreasure.com. It is one of the best monthly subscription services you'll find out there. It starts as low as $29.99 and sends anywhere from three to five retro video games from your console of choice. From the Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, Sega Master System, Sega Genesis, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, and the Game Gear, as well as... Breaking news, now shipping Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, and PlayStation 1. And here at the Happy Hour, we love retro games, but what we love even more than retro games is saving saving money. money. So go ahead and put in the coupon code at checkout, Happy Hour. Get $2 off your total purchase. Go see them, and don't forget to tell them that the Happy Happy Hour with with Johnny Johnny and Deuce Deuce sent you. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by... The 8-Bit Artist. If you're a fan of art and a fan of retro video games from the NES, SNES, or Genesis era, come and check out the 8-Bit Artist. He does hand-painted classic video game scenes on professional canvases. Get a painting done that takes you back to a simpler time in your life. They're high quality hand-painted art for a reasonable price. Check out his Instagram on 8-Bit underscore artist or his Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash 8-Bit Pixel Paintings. And remember to tell them that the Happy Happy Hour with with Johnny Johnny and Deuce Deuce sent you. Check out this new episode live from Sci-Fi Bartow. We want to give a big shout out to Sean and Lori Serdinsky for putting on the event and what a great job they do. And we hope you enjoy this episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Hello! Internets. My name is Johnny Womack, and of course, the, I am part of the Happy Hour. Whew, that, I'm out of breath. <laughs> uh, part of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. I'll and be here till Thursday. Yes. <laughs> and of course, uh, we are a twice weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. If you can't tell, I have another voice on, on the mic, and as well as there's a little bit of uh, noise in the background because we're broadcasting live from Sci Fi Bartow 2016 in beautiful Bartow, Florida. And there's lots of amazing things out here. Definitely, if you've not been to Sci-Fi Bar 2, you need to come check it out. It's amazing. And with me, we have the amazingly talented, really funny, uh, Dirk. And I always get your last name wrong. Scholler? Scholler, yeah. Scholler, I said I got it right. Yeah. Dirk Scholler. And, of course, he actually, we, we bumped into him, literally, uh, at Lakeland Zombie Fest yeah. this past year. And you ha- you're, you're a filmmaker. Yeah. So, Give yeah. everyone a little bit of a description of what you do and, and uh, all that stuff. Yeah, so um, uh, we have a YouTube channel, uh, Deathlike Productions. Uh, we started back in 2011 when my brother and I made uh, our first short film with a bunch of friends uh, called Deathlike. It was our first zombie movie that we did. It was an hour long, and it was the worst movie I think we ever made. But for some reason, it's collected over like 35,000 views and counting. So oh, congrats. It's, yeah, it's the most, yeah, thank you. It's the most, like, popular video. Um, and it's, like, I look back at it, and there are moments that I like about it, but then there's, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's your first one, right? And also, oh, yeah. you, 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 I've always been told, like, you're your own worst critic, right? Oh, God. Because you, 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 oh. you always criticize yourself more than someone else probably would. And, of course, just joining us on the mic is our third member, Brandy Womack. Hey, hey, hey. And the whole, uh, the world 
we're here at, like we said earlier, we're here at Sci-Fi Bar 2016, and uh, we have our good friend Dirk here. Yes. He's talking about how you know, he's a filmmaker, Brandy. Yes. 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 And uh, he uh, he, debu- he debuted uh, one of your films at mm-hmm. Lakeland Zombie Fest. Yeah. Uh, the first short film that I made uh, for the Tampa Bay Comic-Con Film Fest that was never seen for unknown reasons. Uh, and uh, the guys at Zombie Fest said, hey, you guys want to do a panel on filmmaking? I'm like, yeah, sure. If I get to show my short film Blackjack, um, and Blackjack was our our first superhero video that we ever did, uh, original character. Um, hopefully, we might see more of him in the future. Um, mm-hmm. If not, we have some other projects we're currently working on right now, which is well, we have a lot right now. Uh, even videos in college I'm working on now. Absolutely. Nice. Well, it's cool because when I when I approached you and we were watching, I'm like. Oh, look! Because I'm a magician as well, and I'll look at the cards. I'm like, that's cool. Like, I love cards. That's right. Because like you you yeah. showed me the two dollar bill trick, yeah. and I was like, okay, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that trick. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, but anytime you can make money, right? Yeah, yeah anytime, know, right? anytime. Uh, well, the thing is, for me, what I liked is like how how, e- how approachable you are, how easy you are to talk to, and I think that shows off in your films. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just fun. Like, you want to have a fun atmosphere, even though. Uh, the uh, the content of death happens in in that film, <laughs> yeah. and, but you take it kind of like a you know tongue in cheek kind of thing, and mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, yeah. The, the funny thing about how that character came about was it was multiple ways. The character Blackjack, I had um, I had like multiple ideas of like how I wanted to do his origin story, and one of them was uh, Blackjack was a it was gonna be more of like a superhero approach to Oliver Twist. Oh, okay. Sure. And then we were like, okay. Maybe not that way. And then, out of nowhere, I came up with the idea of life's a bitch, so meet her sister. And we wrote the entire story around that one phrase. Oh, wow. And the way we got Kimberly on, uh, Kimberly Santos was the uh, girl who played uh, Death. She was in my uh, digital storytelling class. And we we were working together on a video. And she said, I don't want to act. I don't want to be the actress for our video. And through a series of circumstances, she wound up being the actress. And she did amazing. And, you know, with her whole thing about, you know, I don't want to be an actress. I don't want to be an actress. And we were in last day of class. I said, yeah, I'm working on another short film right now. Um, we're thinking about having death be uh, played by a girl. And Kimberly just goes, I'll do it. <laughs> oh, wow. I was like, no, are yeah. you serious? Yeah. So I'll, it come was on. like, it was such a big moment for me because, like, I, yeah. I got to see her come out of her shell and be, That's cool. I like acting now. I'm like. Yes. That's yes. really cool. That's yeah. that's good that you help people, you know, realize something that they have a passion for that maybe they didn't really think of in the beginning. So exactly. that's, that's really yeah. neat to help people kind of expand their horizons a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's interesting for me because, w- oh, you can hear that in the background there. Is that Kyle? No, that is not No, Kyle. that's Sean. Or Sean oh, Sardinsky, Sean, yeah. Sci-Fi Bartow. He's sci- Sci-Fi Sean. And, of course, uh there's all kinds of things going on here at, yes. uh, at Cypher Bartow. I see the 501st Legion here, lo- yeah. little stormtroopers going on. Stormtroopers. All yep. kinds of events. Good times. But anyway. Yep. Uh, anyways, so you're, how long did it take to, to, to film Blackjack? Blackjack took, I think, a little over a month. It was, the process of it was really annoying and shady. Mm-hmm. Um, we made the short film for, like I said before, the Tampa Bay Comic Con Film Fest. And I was like, okay, if I'm going to make a film for this, I need to make a superhero film. So we did Blackjack. But we were, the first, like, deadline was, like, in mid-June. 
And then they said, oh, we're moving the deadline down to July. Sure. When I'm literally about to submit the film. And when I get, when I submit the film and A1 Zombie, I submitted both of those. They accepted A1 Zombie, but not Blackjack. And I followed, like, their, their, their guidelines. Yeah, yeah, I followed the guidelines, like, to the T. It had to be, like, a maximum of, like, PG-13 rating-wise, under 15 minutes. And I was like, okay, I can do this. The films that I went and saw all broke the rules. And oh, even, the ones, really? even the ones that actually won broke the rules. Oh, wow. Like, there was a video that was a, a, a stop-motion Lego video of Deadpool on the Death Star. And it was obviously Deadpool, just chock full of F-bombs and everything. And I'm like, you accepted that, but you that's didn't accept Yeah, because that's, we all know. That's got to be frustrating. Yeah. Oh, and to make it worse, the judges weren't even there. Like, the people behind it didn't even show up. That's very frustrating. Yeah, I so I have, like, mixed emotions about going back to that film fest. Right. But, yeah, that was that was a, um, what you know why we made uh, blackjack in the first place mm-hmm yeah um, yeah uh, yeah uh, the a1 zombie that was one of the films you saw yeah yeah it was it was interesting because when I watched the you usually like hey here's here's the link to the YouTube and what's plug your YouTube channel real quick. yeah it's a uh, youtube.com slash death lake movie um, the significance behind that name was when we made death lake our original company name was showbro productions because I made films with my brother showbro that's cool yeah we had that name for like ever, and then when we we were like, we're smart, we're gonna put Death Lake on its own separate channel. Yeah, it was not <laughs> smart. <laughs> and as it started collecting views and everything else that we made was, and we're like, okay, let's move everything over to Death Lake now. Yeah. And then we changed our name to Death Lake Productions, but the URL stuck with Death Lake Movie. Sure. But yeah. it's easier to type out. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Yeah, it's it's easy to say, easy to it's small to put on a T-shirt or marketing and whatnot. Uh, this girl walking by right now has an awesome Freddy Fazbear shirt. Yeah, it's like creepy and yep. cool at the same time. Yep, yeah, definitely. Uh, wow, Gotta we're, we're such geeks, aren't we? Aren't we geeks? We're such geeks. Um, <laughs> I know. Self-proclaimed. Where uh, are we stationed right now? Yeah, we're. I mean, we're in Sci-Fi Barto, 2016. It's amazing. I mean, it's it's sci-fi is in the name. I mean, it's awesome. So Dirk, it's like oh my my kin. There. You don't go to you don't go to Oktoberfest and go. I'm sober. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, so I want to talk about uh, n- w- pronounce the name of the of your zombie film again. A one A one zombie. Yeah, which is clever by the way. Um, so the premise for those at, uh, give everyone the premise for those at home. Okay, so A one zombie is basically a couple roommates. They have a. They have a tidiness issue. Oh, they their, do. I was, I was collecting. I'm like, <laughs> is this unintentional marketing? Like, you know, like ad placement? I'm like, there's Burger King. There's Wendy's. I was like, looking at, I was like going through and looking at all of them. It was hilarious. I'm like, they really love Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so one of the roommates uh, finds a mail order zombie butler. Yeah. Um, and, you know, comedy ensues from there. Um, what could go wrong? Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, and that was made for the zombie film challenge in Tampa. And the challenge was you had to make a zombie film in 30 days, write it, direct, you know, do the entire process in 30 days, and you had to have specific props, characters, and dialogue to go with it. And we had a plunger as the prop. We had to have a character, Dr. Jonathan Croft, and we had to have, like, two lines of dialogue 
in the film. The, the, the guy is the Croft was the guy with the arm. Yeah, the guy yeah. with the arm. Yeah, who actually is my dad. Oh, is he really? Yeah, he's oh, my dad. Oh, he's very charming. It my dad has like behind every one of our films is my dad. He's my cameraman. He is oh, that's my executive awesome. Producer. You have a great support system. And my yeah, ex- absolutely. And my uh, my prop master. Yeah. That's the best part about having an architect for a dad. Absolutely. That's awesome. Well, oh, I was going to yeah. ask you real quick. Where did you get the crate that the zombie comes out of? The crate because that looked legit. Like that looked yeah. like a real like crate, like a the shipping crate, crate. Actually, that crate was only half built. It was only two sides and like a top and bottom, and that was it. I, it looked like a full because they did, dude. They did this awesome. They did this awesome yeah. uh, Tarantino effect where where the camera was in the inside of the crate. Right, right. With, I, that was my favorite shot of the film. Really? Because you pulled it open and you could see like the the light coming in and and the crate door opening and I'm like oh that's like the the trunk opening you know and the yeah, Tarantino yeah, and Reservoir Dogs. That's yeah. really cool by the way. Yeah. Big yeah. Shot right. uh, yeah all we did was we just covered it with a sheet and Dad was just inside with the camera. Oh really? Yeah, that was it. it we it, just it, covered it with a sheet. That's a great effect. Hey, sometimes the simplest things work. Oh, the I know. Best. That's why I love I love uh, short filmmaking, especially yeah. low budget stuff. No, oh, yeah. Now, one thing that was bothering me the whole time, in a good way, was I couldn't. The music was familiar. Uh, one of the piece, the, the pieces. That yeah, you, all of our music we use in Compitech, uh from Kevin McLeod. Like, he's at uh, in Compitech.com, He makes uh, royalty-free music. Yeah, I've, I've I've heard his music before, and I was like, I know where this is. I just don't know where. If it you've is. been on, yeah. if you've been on YouTube watching indie filmmakers, you will hear his music, yeah. and you'll yeah. see his credit, yeah. him credit at the end, Kevin yeah. McLeod. Yeah, he's. He's, yeah, he does all these uh, – because oh, let's, let's talk about that for a second. Because the problem is if you're not a composer or you don't have someone that, that, that composes music for you, you have to find music, you know, because music – some scenes don't necessarily have to have me- – some some movies don't necessarily have to have music in it. But, but sometimes th- music is very essential to, m- ex- oh, to yeah. convey a feeling or an emotion. Exactly. Like, like in the very beginning when you guys had the happy – you know, you guys were playing video that games. That really goofy and, yeah. music in the beginning. Yeah, yeah just yeah. chill and all that stuff and – also, like, what do you use to edit with video software? We've bounced around so many times. For the longest time, we used um, a. It was a seventy dollars program called uh, Corel Video Studio. I've heard it I've, for I've, the longest yeah. time. Yeah, you it's can not find bad. It it's not bad. Yeah. yeah, it's a good program. Good introductory level. Oh yeah, I, and then um, from then we, uh, I switched over when I made Blackjack. I used um, Sony Vegas, like a, a cheap version of Sony Vegas. And a new program that came out called Hit Film 3 Pro. <laughs> we got a little rough runaway dog over here. Yeah. This dog freaked the crap out. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aww. Yeah, he fell off the chair. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I can't blame him for being scared. Oh yeah. Um, but I, I switched to a new program called Hit Film 3 Pro. And it's an introduction program for people who wanted to get into VFX. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a $300 program, and it's it's basically like a poor man's, quote-unquote, poor man's um, after, after, after Effects, effects and yeah. Premiere. Yep. Um, and they're, like, always releasing uh, updates to the program, and it's awesome. Yeah. They also have a free version now for anyone who wants to get into it. They do have a free version of the program, uh, HitFilm 3 Express. Nice. Um, highly recommend it. So Nice. Where do you find the actors for for your films? Like, do you have you said a lot of the people you know? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's mainly um, friends of mine that yeah. I've uh, known. Because you said high you worked school. with your brother before. Yeah, I worked with my brother uh, and the for girl the longest from the time. Film class in college. Yeah, film class in college. Um, it's really just people that I've friended in high school and said like, "Hey, be in a video." That's really get in there, do yeah. your thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, 
With hey, um, do this. Yeah. <laughs> One of the other films we did, uh, Roadside Rest, um, the process of getting um, – because everyone in that film, in Roadside Rest, was um, a an extra that w- we're friends with. Sure. And we told everyone, okay, meet us at the McDonald's on 548, because my brother worked there at the time. So we all gathered around there, and we had this huge meeting. Okay, we're all – like, we had Google Maps printed out for everyone. We said – all right, so follow uh, follow us when we go this way. Here's money for tolls. Yeah. And we just said, okay, be people at a roadside rest sure. stop. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how we get most of our actors. And also... So how how old are you, Dirk, for those at home? Like, how old are you? I am currently 20, and I've been doing this since since middle school. I've been doing nice. short films. So stuff. you have a passion for... You've had a passion for a while. Ever Seven, since I... Like, my yeah. dad will tell you this. Ever since I learned how to, like, put a VHS tape into a VHS player. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was it. Nice. And even on Christmas, my dad loves pointing this out. On Christmas, when the gifts would be out and I would see a VHS, I'd grab it, go into my room, lock myself in, watch the VHS religiously while everyone else is opening gifts. <laughs> I'm in there watching. And I actually remember what it was. It was VeggieTales, Jonah and the Big Wall. Oh, wow. Oh I've gosh. seen that one. I've seen that wow. one. And, like, that was, that was the, probably not Jonah. I'm probably getting my, my biblical stories mixed up but well, it, it was the one about jo- the big wall yeah um josh Jerk. josh, josh. The big wall josh okay. the big wall yeah. that's what it was yeah and i remember it to this day that's awesome sitting in my yeah because jonah was in the whale yeah, yeah jonah was the whale yeah yeah and i'm sitting in my you know my bean bag and everything just watching the crap out of that yeah <laughs> loved it that's awesome yeah so yeah. you, you when you have an idea for a project, like how does that work? Do you have to do like a, an outline, a storyboard, or yeah, what? Yeah, how do you go from, from idea yeah, to, to fruition? It's really <laughs> just whatever, like, because I, I watch movies. You know, obviously, I watch a bunch of movies, um, and I always watch the uh, the behind the scenes on it. I have right. to, absolutely. Um, if it That's if it doesn't have behind the scenes, I oh, I have to find it. Sure. I was so mad when Guardians of the Galaxy came out on DVD. But the behind the scenes is only on Blu-ray. Oh, I did a Blu-ray it? player, and I'm like, uh, damn it! Yeah. <laughs> um, but w- with the the idea process for me is just whatever I watch and I like it, and I just get inspired by whatever movie I'm watching, and then I'm like, okay, how can I make this with the limited budget and gear that I have? Sure. And then I, it just goes from there. Um, and then we obviously, you know, we write out the scripts, um, and we always like to keep them short uh, because. I think the one film that was like the longest was Mikey's Gift, mm-hmm. uh, which that film was. That one was a workout, literally. The story Mikey's Gift was literally, because like we have multiple like genres on our channel. We have, we have Mikey's Gift, which is like an action like chase movie. We have Roadside Rest, which is like a, a thriller kind of story, and then we have A One Zombie, a comedy and a com- a comedy zombie film, and Blackjack, a comedy superhero movie. Um, but Mikey's gift, um, my brother chased me around all of downtown Lakeland while me on a bike and him in a car and behind the scenes, he'll go, all right, Dirk, that was good, but I need you to go faster. Drake, you're in a car. I'm on my dad's 10 speed. (laughs) (laughs) There's actually a scene when I whip around the corner and I go down an alley and Drake's car is right behind me. My arm like scrapes all the way down the wall and we wound up using that take. And I had, like, a good bruise on me that day. I, I believe it. The process, it's really random for me. Um, it's just whatever I'm inspired by. That is a vocal We're baby. used to it. We have two kids, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Brandy and I do, not me and Dirk. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, just Johnny! Yeah. 
<laughs> you said you would love me and only me. <laughs> well, <What>? hey. <laughs> Dirk's got really nice hair, so I just like, you know. Yeah. I have to finger his locks. It's so. white rain. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. So it's really, w- and also it's whatever video game or movie. Whatever video game I play or movie I watch, I'm like inspired by that, and then I'm like, okay, well, we can make that. Well, let's let's real quick, uh, let's talk about like movies that you've seen lately. Like, let's let's real yeah. quick. I know we we have a few more minutes. I just want to see what you thought about movies since we. Uh, uh, we yeah, I actually listened to Yell's podcast on 2016 movies um, this year. Um, I saw you guys went and saw Deadpool. Yes, yes. we have that. We have uh, actually by the this will already be out. So this is in the future uh or past or whatever now <laughs> but yeah we have a we have a deadpool movie review thing dropping next tuesday so. oh sweet so we we we, we, we yeah, review yeah. which by the time this airs will be i've already had past tuesday. Yeah. so it'll be past tuesday <laughs> yeah because so. like i had you guys on stitcher and i saw you know it said like you know deadpool podcast i'm like oh this must be from johnny deuce and it was another podcast yeah I'm like damn it yeah <laughs> well, that, that, that's cool that you yeah, listen to us on Stitcher because, like, we, we try to, like, branch our podcast. We're on Stitcher and iTunes and SoundCloud, and we try to – those are the three major ones. Yeah. You hit yeah. those three. We try to make it as widely available. Yeah, I listen yeah. to you guys uh, when I drive from Polk State Lakeland campus to Winter Haven campus. Oh, that's where we I'm, went. We I'm went to the, we went with to the both winter. those campuses. I freaked out. I didn't know you guys went to Landmark. We did. I he went did. Oh, I in did. 2001. Me and I Deuce was did in, in kindergarten. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah me I and Deuce. Alan. Yeah. Me. Me and Deuce went to a uh, uh, landmark for like three, four years. Like um, I was screaming in my car. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> How'd you find out we went? What? Uh, it was one of the. I think it was the uh, when you guys went to Ignition Inc. Oh, we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah we talked about it. Yeah, we, it was mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, was like, <laughs> hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> it was crashed a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, you guys keep me from crashing my car because good. driving to Winter Haven it, yeah, drives me insane. It is oh, insane. People don't know how to drive. I'm uh, very familiar with uh, those commutes go, going from because um, I used to live in uh, Mulberry. Yeah, and going to the campuses, both the Winter Haven campus and the the Lakeland, Lakeland campus. campus for Polk State, and yeah, so I'm I'm familiar with those commutes, and yeah, they can be. Uh, yeah. annoying. You used to work off 548, didn't you? Yeah, I worked at Love and Fluff off 548. The dog grooming salon. The dog grooming salon. Yeah. <laughs> this is clarify. Love and Fluff. Yeah, hey, I didn't name it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's one of the better dog groomers in Lakeland, yeah. in my opinion. So. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I used to work over there. Um, I worked uh, at the uh, the pizza place that's in oh, the yeah. same plaza. Sure. Oh, MJ's. No, I don't. I don't think they're there anymore. Yeah, they might not be they there. They no, Actually, yeah. they are still there. They just went under a new name like three times. Oh, they're oh. now called Lakeland Stadium, and their wings yeah, are it was, okay. It was Stadium Pizza. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. MJ's and now Lakeland Stadium. Yeah, I worked oh, okay. there briefly, like three They have months. amazing pizza and wings. I have to give them that. Yeah, yeah but, but not not unintentionally plugging them. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what movies have you? What movies this year? Like, what do you like? What do you? There's been a lot that. Not necessarily this year. Is, okay, I'll have to admit, 2015. This is gonna sound stupid. Of all the movies I saw in 2015, from uh, the Marvel movies that came out with uh, Winter Soldier, Avengers, Age of Ultron, Ant Man. Um, I also saw Jurassic World and a bunch of other films, like Pan and all them. My favorite movie of 2015, no joke, Goosebumps. I heard it was decent. It was awesome. I had that little now, boy in me. Now, like, did too. you read the books at all? I read a few of the books. Because they were a little bit before, 
like came out yeah. before a year. Those were yeah, my and time. I watched the uh, <laughs> I watched a few episodes of the TV show from from Fox Kids. Yeah, yeah. this this shows you how old I am. When I would go to Blockbuster, I would get the VHS of uh, Goosebumps. Oh wow, VHS! Not mm. of the Living Dummy Three was my absolute favorite. Nice. Oh my god. But yeah, I heard it was actually pretty decent. The the Goosebumps movie. It was. You're <laughs> taking me it into the way back machine right yeah. now. Yeah. That's like. It's, that it's was hovering like childhood for me reading it's, those it's books. It's <laughs> hovering around like a seventy-three percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Like yeah. I, this hey, stays in my brain. I, don't I know felt why, like, why not? I was actually really disappointed in Jurassic World. To be same honest. here. We we like we we went into it like we talked a little bit about it before, but like we went into it like. Well, at the first viewing of it, you're kind of impressed just because it it has special a lot effects of good are visuals, good. The visuals are special nice. effects. But then when you watch it the second time around and you actually like kind of pay attention to the story, yeah. it's like eh. my big problem that I had with the movie was the final like the the big uh, fight the, scene the at the end. The big fight between the two. The T-Rex, no, I like the T-Rex, but my big problem with it was the sound design. They didn't use the same T-Rex sound. Yeah, they, they completely changed it, and yeah. you're supposed to have this connection. Like, this is the T Rex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this is, is Jurassic Park T Rex. Yeah, and he's not the Jurassic nope. Park T Rex. Yeah. No. So I was one like, th- one thing I really liked was he how he had strep throat. Yeah, he had strep throat. <laughs> one thing I really liked was how the 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 raptors like you have a different feeling about them now because before yeah, they, yeah. they were so scary. And yeah, they're I was pissed off when the raptors were getting hurt. I was yeah. Like, no! Yeah, they were actually actually cared for them. You yeah, know? it was so Ooh, weird. It's new. Yeah. yeah, they were like almost like yeah, a little. Yeah, it was kind of neat to. Do. So I mean, it has its merits, sure. but it's not as much as it was cracked up to be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, okay, I take it back. Twenty fifteen. I guess Wars. like it's an obvious first place Star Wars. Obviously, and then yeah. Goose. Then it's and like then like well, you can't say Star as a Wars filmmaker one, you have to pre- as a filmmaker you have to appreciate what J.J. Abrams has done with the with the oh practical effects, real world sets, oh. real lo- real world locations using miniatures. Like as much as you can use texture and yeah. you know real oh, props. Oh, dude, stop! You're gonna turn this into an ASMR, man. We know what this means. I'm gonna need a cigarette after this, man. <laughs> Calm down. We 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 know what we actually know what you're talking about. Oh God. Uh, but oh my God. yeah, I but I nearly cried videos. in that movie. Yeah, like multiple times. Yeah, Deadpool. Uh, yeah, I, I cried like four times, I think. Uh, and uh, yeah, so like it's just a great movie. We we definitely recommended it. We did episode one twenty nine was our uh, Force Awakens spoiler cast for those that have that have already seen the film and want to hear our thoughts on it. Go definitely check that out. I can't wait. Now it's kind of opened up the door for for episode eight. I can't wait for episode oh, eight. Oh yeah, I know. Because before yeah. I was like, all right, we at least had to have a good episode seven, because the main thing about the Force Awakens is you needed to write the ship because there's always been those defectors, people that did, that hated the prequels, and so it all really depends. You know, some people. We're good. Uh, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. We're uh, good. We're cool. Sorry, if those at home that can't see what's happening. Th- there's a lot of little bit of wind, and we're like, we have our tent here outside. <laughs> we're like, oh no, because last year we had our banner the other way, and this was like a wind sail. It was like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. So now we switched it the opposite side where the wind is blowing or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, well, but um, we're excited about episode eight. It's going to be awesome. Um, yeah, I'm hoping, like, here are the things that I'm hoping for. Completely new storyline, because obviously episode seven was kind of like a retelling of episode four. But it needed to be. But that. it needed to be, exactly. Yeah. It, there, it that's the only complaints I ever hear from everyone. It's like, oh, it's so much like the f- well. Well, it needed to happen because you needed to bring that magic back yeah. to you the do, And I'm like, I'm like, I tell people, do you Star Wars? Do you <laughs> know what Star Wars is? Whoa. Whoa. Oh, free paper. Jesus H. People like went right out to me. Like, whoop. Oh my hash brown! Damn so it! There, so, oh no! Uh, so there was a good. gust of wind that blew a fellow uh, booth 
uh, yeah. artist papers all over the yeah. place. Up and um, out. It didn't do that a stereotypical newspaper in the face. Yeah, well, it, ca- well it, it would have been. Yeah. Johnny kind of caught, caught it. it. with my hand. <laughs> it went right I've to me. Over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I got sidetracked. Uh, yeah. What were we talking about? Star Wars. Oh, yeah. yeah, well. All right. We, we get, get it. it. You have You're motorcycles. Single. You're single. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ladies, you like the sound of my pipes? <laughs> go through on your little rice burners. Let's go. They're cool. As Rorschach once said, do it! <laughs> Anyways, um, we were talking about uh, the prequels and, yeah. and, and all that stuff. Um, I got sidetracked. Yes. Yeah. How, oh, uh, I said, do you Star Wars is what I said. Yeah. I said, do you even Star Wars? Because yeah. Star Wars is based off about it. Kind of, sort of retelling episode, but you four, need to because you have to because episode well four, yeah, was the was like the this the kickoff like that yeah, was, it but was, also yeah. Lucas Star Wars that was, was way back in seventy seven, man. Yeah. We yeah. need to be well. You need to bring it back, but reminded. also, but the main reason mm-hmm. I give an even better better answer is Star Wars is based off the writings of Doctor Joseph Campbell, which is all about the rise of the hero, yeah, right? the arc of the hero, and that's what the hero's tale is. It's all about learning who you are, the discovery. Like you can go on and read his, his books; he's awesome, he's phenomenal. But that's what George Lucas based his his writing mm-hmm. his story on, Doctor Joseph Campbell. Exactly. So that's exactly what it's all about. So like. That's what J.J. Abrams did. He took the, the rise of the hero and the discovery, learning who you are, your past, your family, and all that. And then you have to be able to, once you have that ability, you have to be able to run with it and be able to learn from it. And then you, ha- you also have opposing forces that will stop you, right? Exactly. And that's why Kylo Ren is so underrated. Even though people, like, he, he's very famous now, whatever, and infamous for having anger, anger, anger management issues. Mm-hmm. But that character alone is just... Plus, I love the thing is... With it being a J.J. Abrams movie, I love the comedy he added to it. He you did. You never saw that kind of comedy. I don't even think in any of the Star Wars movies there wasn't well, that big Well, they tried like to do comedy with Jar Jar, but it completely well, was Well, I mean, there's, the there's small moments. There's small moments there's like, like, like laugh it up, fuzzball. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Yeah. Are you kind of short for a stormtrooper? Uh, stuff like that. Storm sh- they don't you tear can, your arms out. The humor in this one was yeah. like... Scruffy nerf herder. Yeah, scruffy, there's a few. And then like, you know, uh, droids don't tear your arms out when they lose, you know. And he yeah, has. exactly. <laughs> but like, yeah. the other thing I loved was like, even the parts where like when Kylo Ren's like getting all pissed off and destroying everything and the two stormtroopers are like, yeah, nope. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, Abrams. that was the best. Yep. I loved it. I didn't see it like there were like a few lens flares in the film. I was yeah. expecting like lens flares on the lightsabers. I'm like, see, I don't, yeah. I don't see. He's not that bad. I, I just think the internet likes to take things and, and oh, yeah. you know hype them up or People whatever. People just like to kind of blow it out of the water yeah. Yeah. with the lens flares. <laughs> uh, anyways, but I feel like he, you know, J.J. Abrams righted the ship. And oh I yeah, feel exactly. Like they, he he took it back. To the feeling, the magic, and that's the way I felt when I was watching. I'm like, yeah, the, the wonderment like, was brought. I t- back. We took our son to see it, and he's seen uh, episodes four and five. He hasn't seen Return of the Jedi yet, so Ooh, that's my favorite. Yeah, well, yeah, but, but it is a last. He's five. He's five. <laughs> so, so Return of the Jedi six, still five was way more dark than six. Six is like you have the job of the hut scene, which is so fun, right. and well, the he, Ewoks he are adorable. I know, but he's. Yeah, so like he he's Appropriate seen age. Yeah, he's seen episode 4 a bunch of times and he's seen episode 5 a few times and and that's just good parenting, right? So, well, I took him to see I took him to see episode 7 and this is how you know it's a well-done film. Immediately when the music kicks in, obviously the Star Wars music he's familiar with that. He he actually knows 
I'm a huge film score fan. I love film scores. And like, so my son at five can already differentiate between film scores. Like he yes. knows by hearing it. All right, that's he knows within a handful of notes. He's like that's Star Wars, that's Superman, that's, awesome. that's Back to the Future, yeah, he's that's five. Indiana Jones. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the way I am. And like he's got that for me. And and you know we were you know when when he was you know in your womb or whatever like we had the music playing you know yeah. and stuff. Well, so he's grown up with it. Yeah, he's grown up with it and whatnot. This is Magnificent Seven by John Williams. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. Pretty much. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and so like he even heard like he knew that Kylo Ren like that before even Kylo Ren came out of the ship he knew that the bad guy was coming out because of the music changed, you know, and, and oh, that's really? cool. Yeah, he goes, oh, this is the bad guy coming up, Daddy. And he had, oh, my God, yeah. that's awesome. But he's able to articulate like that in his knows. brain. Yeah, he knows like he, in his he, brain, he, he which is really cool. Yeah. I'm going to have, to have him watch together. my movies and tell me, see, you should have changed the crescendo <laughs> at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? He might he might be into that later on. He might be into that. That'd be awesome. Maybe he might be a composer yeah. one day. I w- that'd be awesome. But but We're he but he has an affinity for it. a musical house. Yeah. He has an affinity for it. Um, I know one of the projects uh, I'm doing right now is a Bioshock fan film. Oh, uh, nice! I, be, but behind closed doors, you told me you were working on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna spoil. Like, I'm not gonna go any farther. It's sure. just a Bioshock fan film, and the storyline takes place. Excuse me. <coughs> the concept takes place right after Jack um, comes up from the bathosphere out of Rapture, and the storyline goes from there. Oh, nice! So okay. it's gonna be a continuation from that point on. Sweet. Um, and we're kind of excited. So should people that. play the games before they see it? Uh, you recommend yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, they should definitely play the first one. So you, you said what's going on. Yeah. The first and the third one. The second one, it's kind of like if you want to. It's not like a huge like. Well, Ken Levine point. didn't work on the second one anyway. So yeah. He only worked on the, the first and uh, yeah, in, Irrational Infinite. only worked on the first and third one. Yeah. Um, which are amazing. Was it two K took over the second one? I think. Yeah, two yeah. K. They they both own the rights to it, and right. Irrational closed. Two K still owns the rights. They are working on a for on a, another Bioshock. And right. I'm really excited to see where they take it. Sure. Um, we're excited though. What do you think? When is the projection of getting a teaser trailer? How how far away is that? Do you think? For the you're still in pre production. We're yeah we're definitely okay. So you're pre production right now. We have the idea down. We still we haven't written the script yet. We've I wonder location mo- might be the the hardest part. I would. Imagine. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's gonna be above ground, so it's. Yeah. But it's there's gonna be a lot of stuff going on. Sure. In this storyline, um, but we've also because of my dad, we've been working on like a crap ton of props. Sure, absolutely. Like, well, I'd be curious. So, if, if how do people find you on the internet if they want to find out? Are you on Twitter or Facebook and all uh, that? I'm mostly on Facebook. I rarely use Twitter. Um, so if people want to find out, hey, uh, they learn more about you know. Yeah. What, yeah. Uh, it's. I think it's a YouTube doc. Uh, I think on our Facebook page. Ah, can't talk today. On our YouTube channel, our Facebook page should be linked up at the top. Um, and if it isn't, just go. Just search on Facebook. Uh, Death Lake Productions. Okay. Um, that's where you can find all of our updates. Because we did updates about uh, Blackjack uh, prior to its release. Uh, sure. On online. Absolutely. That's Death Lake. D E A T H L A K E. Yep. Yes, Death Lake. So definitely, Death Lake Dirk, you're an awesome guy. You're a good Thank friend. Thank you for having me. We so want to have you on again as well because yes. Deuces Studio South. See, we have a Studio South as well uh, in Winter Haven. So that would be okay. like a halfway point because – so we'd love to have you in studio again, you know, just, just awesome, talking yeah. about whatever. Like it would be awesome. Absolutely. So have you on. So the amazing Dirk Scholler back on the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. And I want you to uh, one more time plug your, uh, your uh, stuff. 
more time. Okay, yeah. Uh, so YouTube.com slash DeathLakeMovie. And we're also on Facebook uh, at Death Lake Productions. Um, and keep up. Uh, we have some new short films coming up. Um, some smaller, some bigger. So um, keep an eye out. And uh, don't forget to subscribe. We need them. Absolutely. And tell them that the awesome. happy hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Oh, Later, absolutely. Guys. See you. Guys, you can plug too. Later. Bye. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Josh Bauer, a.k.a. JB Designs. If you haven't seen his work, he does amazing stuff. He does comic book art, video game character, movie art. It's awesome. It's even hanging right now in our Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce Studios. You're definitely going to want to check it out. Head to www.joshbauerartist.com and that's www.joshbauer.com. E-R-A-R-T-I-S-T dot com. And you can find him on all his social media outlets, including Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. And make sure to follow his event page and catch him at upcoming events like Space Coast Nerd Fest, April 16th to the 17th. He's going to be a guest artist. Also, free comic book day, May 7th at Smash Comics. MegaCon 2016 from May 26th to the 29th, where he'll even have a booth in the vendors area. Also, you can find his online store at jbdesigns.storeenvy.com. That's jbdezigns.storeenvy.com. You can find his original paintings, prints, posters, and mini prints. And Deuce, there's a special promo code for our happy hour listeners. If you'll put in the promo code Deuces on the Loose, and that is spelled D U C E I S O N T H E L O O S E, you will get 25% off prints. Posters and mini prints. And if you see him on one of the upcoming events, tell him you're a happy hour podcast listener to receive something special. And don't forget to see our boy and our friend Josh Bauer of JB Designs. And don't forget to tell him that the Happy, happy Hour with Johnny, Johnny and Deuce, Deuce sent you. Hey, happy hour listeners, we got some great news for you. Deuce is going to be on the loose on Saturday, April 9th at the Geek Easy at 6 p.m. And then starting at 7.30, you're going to have a live concert from the Library Bards that you don't want to miss. And then following right after at 9 o'clock is going to be the world-famous Geek Easy cosplay karaoke. So you don't want to miss it, and you definitely want to tell them that the Happy, happy hour, hour with Johnny, Johnny and Deuce, Deuce sent you. Hello, Internets. My name is Johnny Womack. i got my main man, Deuce. What's going on, buddy? And, of course, this is live from Sci-Fi Bartow 2016 in beautiful Bartow, Florida. And uh, we'd love to have special guests with us. We've had them all day today. And please introduce yourself to the audience at home. Hi. 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 And, and what do you go by? Uh, what's your cosplay? Uh, um, well, I'm super great right now, but everybody knows me by Princess Limari or Limari Torres. Awesome. Ah, okay. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. Uh, it is glad to see you here today. How have you been doing at your booth today so far? We've been doing good. I met a lot of people. They're coming to stop by a lot of, especially a lot of children. Yeah. They want to see Supergirl. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's definitely helped with the show, the CBS show, the Supergirl. People yes. probably like, oh, oh, Supergirl, you're on TV, you know. That's I probably helped. I love it. it. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> This is yeah. You're good. This is a toy for yeah. me. <laughs> She's like, I'm not used to the microphone. Yeah. So. But no, actually, it was funny because when you came by, I actually saw a group of kids like, 
Supergirl. Like, they were so excited to see yep. you, and they yeah. were so excited to talk to you. Absolutely. And I was very, very excited to have you here. And you've got a great table. You're right there next to Maria Saber, and a lot of other cool cosplayers are right there next to you. And what's the other young lady that's next to you in the Wonder Woman costume? What? In the Wonder Woman costume. What's her name? What? I don't know. That's why I was asking you. Which, which she's Wonder we'll Woman. Yeah. yeah, she's Wonder she's Woman. She's Wonder so. Woman. But no, you've had a lot of cool people come by and, and talk to you today. What has been your favorite thing of the day so far? The people. The people? People are amazing. They come stop by and say hello and very friendly. Very friendly. That's why I love this environment. Like, it's such a friendly environment. There's so many people. Uh, everybody's having a good time. Everybody's having fun. Um, and that's why we love Sci-Fi Bar. Absolutely. It's such a family-friendly yep. event. It's such a cool event for so many people, and uh, I really love it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, so what other things do you cosplay as? Well, if I go through, I won't finish. <laughs> I had a Slate Leah. That's my first one. Yeah. Um, and because it's a Slate Leah, that's the one that I, yeah. my main character. Right. Um, and that's how we come up with the Princess Lemori uh, instead okay. of Princess Leia. Oh, uh, okay. Awesome. Um, and I, I do a lot of Supergirl. It will be a black version. Um, I had a cartoon version. Um, this one I'm working in the in other one that is like more Ami comic. Um, but it's still in process. I yeah. did it together and then I... You know, so when through the, the day you try it up and say, oh, okay, we need to fix it. Yeah. It's not working. Sure. Um, I do Cobra G.I. Joe, yeah. uh, Poison Ivy, Emma Frost. So you do pretty much there's, the whole gamut, the whole there, range of yeah. characters. Yeah. There's a lot. And, and if I go through a list, it's not stopping. So what's sure. your favorite part of when you're putting the costumes together, when you're actually costuming it and put it together? What's your favorite part? My favorite is when, you know, you put the costume on and a lot of people come in. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Oh, I love this character. And they approach to you and start talking to you. Did you made it? How did you do that? Sure. And as it comes that you meet a lot of people and start talking to them. And also you see other cosplaying and then you meet them yeah. as sure. well. And you ask them the same question that they ask yeah. you. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. That's my best part is, you know, when the people come to you and talk to you about your costume. Awesome. It, it's a lot. The weather is fine. Perfect yeah, it's really nice outfit. weather. Yep. Um, I see we got, I got to walk to the stage to get a yeah. good picture. So that's one of the parts that came out of the table to go there. Was there anything else out of today that you've really, really loved? Out of the day. You guys. Oh, well, that's, we'll I like that answer. I, that I like that hour? answer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So how do people find you on the internet? What's your website? Um, it's Princess Limari. How do you spell that? Uh, P-R-I-N-C-E-S-S. -S Princess. Mm -hmm. um, dot L-Y-M-A-R-I-E. Oh, well, I. Mm -hmm. Drop the E, sorry. It's all right. Um, but, you know, they can find me or they can find me for Limari Torres. Um, that one is not a live page, but yeah. it's more like more friends and yeah. things like that that Your I see. Page, yeah, yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's my old cosplay. Yeah. Sure. But it's more 
I start with that one first before I did the like page. Okay, sure. So yeah. we, a lot of people that know me, they're in like Lima Torres, and sure. I try to send an invite to right, they can see right. my like page because I see is it got full. Right, like, and right. you get off to a specific amount of people, you cannot more people. Sure, once you get to five thousand, they yeah, cut you off. You can. Yeah, yeah, you can. So I create the live page for Princess Limari, and they're sending the, all the impact there, so they can go and got more people come in and see the page of all the customs, all sure. the places that we're going to. Um, awesome. And that's where they're coming through. They see me everywhere. That's <laughs> well, awesome. They do. They do see you everywhere. And that's how we found you. And that's how we were able to get you on the show. And thank you so much for coming out today. Yeah, we thank appreciate you, so much you for no. taking your time to come out and sit with us because I know you're busy at your booth. It's my pleasure. Thank you so, awesome. so much. Thank you so much. I'm kind of nervous here talking to a microphone. But <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> you're okay. You're doing a great you're job. You're doing a great job. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much. And have a good rest of your day. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you. Hello, Internet. My name is Johnny Womack, and of course, I got my main man, Deuce. What's going on, brother? Hey, of course, we're live from Sci-Fi Bartow 2016 here in beautiful Bartow, Florida. You guys are and lucky. I think the shade cut I off. I know. Right it really did. I know. Well, let me introduce <laughs> to the, the yes. gentleman that's coming on. Introduce yourself and tell them how they can find you on the Internet. Okay, my name is John Crowther. I'm the writer and creator of Rochelle the Teen Cockroach, which is a monthly comic book series put out by Antarctic Press. And uh, you can find us on Facebook, actually, just looking for Rochelle the Teen Cockroach. We've also got a uh, webpage, RochelleTheTeenCockroach.com. Awesome. I like your shirt, uh, your hat, by the way. Uh, it says, Hello, I, I'm, I'm awesome. a big Miz fan, yeah. so I loved your hat as and, soon and as I showed up. And these are out of print now. So I yeah, they are. I, yeah, you can't find them anymore. But there are only that many, so many awesome people. Yeah, that's that's exactly. So you can only have so many of exactly. them. Exactly. So tell me what it is like being a comic book artist for like a small press right now. Well, actually, it's a lot of fun, uh, to be honest with you. I get yeah. to do a lot of I do a lot of local cons. Okay. And I've met a lot of great people. Right. Um, I found a lot of the creators and writers and artists in the comic book industry are very friendly. Yeah. And uh, so I've made a lot of great contacts. It's it's branched. I found out even being just being in the small end of it that uh, there's a lot of professional wrestlers. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys are wrestling fans, but a lot of professional wrestlers are big fans of comic well, books. Well, we are actually, and we had Fred Altman literally on last week. Uh, as you know, as Tugboat. Yep. And, uh, you know, he was on last week, and he's a, 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 I shouldn't say a good friend of the show. We hope he'll be a good friend of the show. <laughs> uh, but he was on last week, and we love him to death, and hopefully he's going to be on here later today. Yeah. But uh, it's interesting to find because I, I, I worry about the small press now because we had Chuck Dixon on earlier, and he was yep. talking about how everything now is, uh, you know, with these printing companies, like, they want IPs, they want content, they want, like, a character they can sell to Hollywood now. Absolutely. How do you feel about that? I, honestly, I found, I was contacted by small press. It wasn't me actually reaching out to them, it was them reaching out to me. Yeah, like, you were already private pressing and, like, making your own book. Well, then... actually, it's, it's, it's been kind of a quick ordeal. About yeah. a year and a half ago, I'd never done a book before. Really? Actually, I'm an attorney. Oh, really? Yeah, I was just a comic book fan. And yeah. uh, I was a fan of a gentleman by the name of Del Barris who had worked for DC and Marvel. Uh, Del had drawn the Blue Beatles back in the 80s yeah. and uh, a couple of others. And I told him my idea. He wrote me a letter back and said, I love it. I'll right. come out of retirement. Let's do it. 
And he put me in contact with a small publisher here locally in Florida right. known as AC Comics. I don't okay. know if you've heard of AC. They do a series called Femme Force is their big one. Oh, okay. And then from there, we had about 500 pre-orders on our first book. Wow. We were contacted by Antarctic Press, which is a mid-level publisher out of Texas. Right. And uh, inked a contract with them. And uh, we're going to start running as, a, as a, a monthly series in June. But I found, though, that if you've got unique content, because yeah. I think that's one thing in particular, in my opinion, that the smaller press has over some of the DC and Marvel is you can do a lot more with your product than you can if you're working for one of the big one of the biggies. You know, the biggies control their product. I control my own product. Well, that's good. It's really good to control your own con uh, content, control your product, and know what you're doing. So. Yeah. Yeah, so I've, I've found it actually beneficial to be with a small publisher. You know, we retain ownership to all of our all of our property. Well, that's and, a big uh, deal. Yeah, and we go the direction we want. So long, so long as the consumer likes what we're putting out. Well, that's a big we thing. Can keep as going. long as the consumer likes what you're doing, and as, as I've seen today by people coming to your booth, it seems like the fan base is there. The people are there. They want to see your product. They want to see more of your product. And like you said, that's the thing. And the other thing is it's just like George Lucas, keeping your IP. Like, hey, nobody's taking this away from me. Absolutely. This is my IP, and I think that's crucial. Yeah, and, I, and I've allowed it to branch off. Uh, another book I'm working on now is, if you're familiar with Nikolai Volkov. Yes. And Nikolai, he, he and the Iron Sheik won WrestleMania 1. Oh, yes. Yeah, Nikolai was the first professional wrestler with Bruno San Martino to sell out Madison Square Garden. Yes, sir. And uh, we are now working on his uh, uh Comic book series. Comic book series. Yeah, we've got about a three to four book series that's coming out. We've picked up by a small publisher in Alabama nice. called Inverse Press. And uh, we should start. They, I'm assuming those will be out probably in about three months. The first script is already written. Dell's working on the art. Nice. And uh, we've got a colorist by the name of Andrew Pate who's working with us. And uh, Where can so they find that? Where can they find your books? Okay, now we will be carried. You'll be able to find us. I'm thinking it's going to be March or April. We'll be in Diamond Previews. Right. And we'll be worldwide. Worldwide distribution through Diamond and through right. Antarctic Press. And uh, where else can they find you besides Simon? Do you have a website or anything like that? We don't. Since since I'm carried by a publisher, I'm not selling them independently from my okay. site. It would be like getting a book for DC or Marvel or yeah. Image or anything. We're we're going to be in the bookstores on the bookshelves. Nice. But the best way to make sure we're there is to go to your bookstore and say, Rochelle hey, the Teen Cockroach, pre-order yeah. us. Or I want the Nikolai exactly. book. So because he's actually making a book about Nikolai. Who fought in the Iron Sheik in WrestleMania One? Yeah, so. yes. He, he and I are, are friends. He's up in Baltimore now. Nice. And uh, I've been working interviews with him over the last few months. We've got the script written out from uh, you know for the next three books. And we'll we definitely start, we're keep starting our card because we'd yeah. love to talk to you and Absolutely. him together. Yeah. We could do some sort of Google Hangout with the three of you. Absolutely. Talk about the book. That'd be amazing. Absolutely. That'd be awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the thing is we love. Like, and I don't know if you said this already, but like we we love comic books, we love wrestling, we love. Yeah. We're just we're just we wear a geekdom on our sleeves. This is how we are. We're at a perfect event here yeah. live, at a Sci-Fi Bartow, and just just people of all walks of life. It's it's awesome. Oh, we it's a great it. event. It I, is. This I do a lot of comic cons. First yeah. one I've ever done outdoors. Yeah, it's and awesome. It's, it's, it's awesome. different it's, feel. It's, yeah, you know? it's great it's, weather. We got food trucks out here. We got live music. Absolutely, it's basically like a awesome. Renaissance fair. Sure. A Comic Con. Sure. We've, we've got the grunting. The Trust me, I've <laughs> been here since 7:30, so I've heard him grunting all morning. He's been grunting all day when he was unloading the truck. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. So, awesome. John bro. Crowther, thank yeah. you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it, and we'll talk to you soon. We'll have you on again. Thank you. Yeah. Take care. Have a good one. Yeah.